Hello, everybody. This is Ferris. And this is Caleb Flanor. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with the Home Care Guys. Caleb, 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 brother, we are have a really great um, episode on today, man. Have you ever thought to yourself, if I had only knew this or only learned this earlier, how would my life would be? Ooh, man, yes. That's that's a that's a thought everybody hears. Man, I think about that a lot, man. And that's what we're gonna be actually diving in on today. But before we get started, Caleb, kinda man, how's your week coming along so far, brother? Week my week is actually I just hit myself in the mouth with this other thing. No my, week is, <laughs> my week is actually coming in pretty good. Um actually this weekend, um, I went over one of my cousins' house and and she was uh she's a real estate uh, broker mm -hmm. in Atlanta. And so she was featured on HGTV. Oh, wow. And so um, shout out to Kyresha. Um, so Kyresha was featured on HGTV. And she actually used one of my houses that I'm getting ready to sell uh -huh. on HGTV. So they cut, they going to cut me a check. I'm like, okay, HGTV. <laughs> um, so I'm getting ready to sell one of my houses up there. And uh, and so they used it, and they were really pleased with it. Nice. So I have a house and a little tiny house in the backyard. Uh -huh. And so this is probably going to be like the decor for House Hunters. Uh -huh. I think that's the name of the show. Um, I don't know if I both say that, but whatever. But um, <laughs> but but they actually are using my house as one of the uh, the homes as a decor. Uh -huh. And so like, if she is she gonna make a decision on house number one, house number two, or my house? So so uh, <laughs> so I'm excited about that. So I I pretty much uh, got kind of got the house clean this weekend uh -huh. for the uh, for the production team, mm -hmm. and it was just great to. Uh, Carisha even think about me and my yeah. property to even uh, you. So I want to say shout out to you. But that's my week. My week is already on top. Man, that's awesome, brother. How about awesome. you? How about you, your week? <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm kind of laughing because you said, I don't think I should have said this. So, so, so we probably going to um, blot out that, that at least the name of the... Um... Yeah, well, we'll probably blot it out. Okay? <laughs> so funny. maybe, uh, Zach, maybe just kind of blot out whatever it is, what I said about beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> and what I said about it, I think I mentioned it as well. Okay, we'll no, just blot we, it out. We, we both, we good Lord. We That'd have... be cool. Oh, man, that's awesome, man. But this week, I mean, this week's going on pretty good, man. I took my little man off, to, uh, not off. I took him to go go get his haircut. So you know, these little one year olds they have all this big old fuzzy, cute hair and everything. Yeah. And so now he has a really he has a big boy haircut. He looked really good. Yeah, man, he was happy. He just kept feeling his head like, what in the world was going on, um, man? But I'm I was I was super excited about it, giving him a little brush and a, some little grease put on his head. And mm. now we don't have to worry about going through and actually doing this whole fighting with the hair wash and everything. So now it's just cutting. Was he missing his haircut like the first day? I think he was. It, it was funny. Like he tried to go through and give a little fit one time and threw his head back and hit the ground. Oh, and he realized there was no cushion back there. Right, and right, so right. He, he straightened up real quick, but uh, he looks handsome. I saw I saw this weekend actually you you tested in the family uh the family uh thread um with Lena and Lil Man eating donuts. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was, I was like, it was some kind of what, what app did you use? I think it was like a little um something on on Instagram or okay. or tw uh, TikTok. It was something like a little what's the thing a filter not a filter uh, maybe thing. a filter yeah. And so they were just eating it like they were acting like they eating the donuts. Their uh -huh. mouth got bigger and bigger, bigger. I was like they, that was neat. I was man, like, I they they I don't know how these kids. My 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 daughter's six years old and my son is one. But somehow they really love TikTok and Instagram. They right. they like sitting there looking at it and and doing the filter thing. It's it's crazy. You know you know what. But um, um, because his attention span is so short. Mm -hmm. And so if you think about that, Instagram and TikTok are like 30 second minute yeah. reels. Mm -hmm. And so that gravitates the kids attention. Wow. And believe it or not. So I'm thinking about something right now. I'm thinking that children's programming, like cartoons and stuff mm -hmm. needs to be like one minute, mm. like one minute, two minute mm -hmm. episodes. 
in order for them to grasp it. You need mm. to do a lot of production with it. I'm just thinking about that. Yeah. I just thought about this side note. But yeah, so I think that's why they're fascinated by TikTok uh-huh. and they're fascinated by all these filters, mm. whether if you feeding yourself donuts or you comb your hair and it get longer, whatever whatever uh-huh. filter they got out there, I think that it's so fascinated about because mm-hmm. it's, it gets their attention for that quick second. Exactly, exactly, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it, it's just something, man. And that's one thing I think this kind of brings us into our conversation on today, man. I know plenty of times I've sat back and said, man, if I only had known this or if I had learned this earlier, where would my life be? Wow. Have that thought ever came across your mind, man? Oh, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, yes. I All the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Um, you know, I, I hear older people say that a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I hear older people especially say in regret, I wish I would have known what you knew now, yeah. you know, when I was your age. Mm. And so uh, and then I always think about that in the controversial in retrospect is like, well, you know what now? What are you doing to change? Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a nugget. So hold on for a second. So yeah, you, what KFC or Colonel Sanders didn't start KFC until he was much older. Yep. So okay, now you know what you know now. What are you doing to change? Mm. And so of course, years and um, uh, being younger mm-hmm. uh, has its perks and has its uh, has its um, pros. Mm-hmm. But you still know it. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, but I think about that all the time, Ferris, especially as we dive into this mm-hmm. today about relationships mm-hmm. and finances and, and business. Mm-hmm. You know, what I learned, what I know now, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness gracious, I wish I would have known even before I, we even started the business. Wow, wow. the whole trajectory would have changed. Man, I, and like I said, we're going to jump to the relationships part, man. One thing I think about if I would have learned this earlier, if, if I would have learned the art of building relationships earlier, mm-hmm. I see that not only – my my relationship with my wife, not only my relationship with my children, not only relationship with my with with the business and the, and you and the business partners, it could have it could flourish even the more if I had only knew what I knew now. I learned now not to go through and take um, relationships for granted. I learned that uh, relationships it takes work. Mm-hmm. You have to actually put in work. Uh, it, it's not just because we're in proximity of each other. No, it actually takes work. It takes communication. Relationship does not necessarily mean that we're going to see eye to eye on everything. And I think that was a um, thing that I thought early on in life, like everyone's just going to see eye to eye, eye, eye to eye on every little situation. But it's not that. Please say that again, Ferris, because I think that's something that a lot of people, um, it, they get in relationships or they're pretty much in relationships with their business. Mm-hmm. Like right now, like even with me and you, we're partners mm-hmm. with our healthcare business and several other businesses. Mm-hmm. And we don't see eye to eye all correct, the time. Correct. But we get to a point where we have a disagreement, and I realize. I think Big Bert said this on Instagram. I think I, I took a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Bert says that here it is, right here. Disagreements are fine, but disrespect isn't. Wow, wow. So that's what that's what is right here. You see it? I see yeah. it. And so, um, so disagreements are fine, but disrespect isn't. And so I think that in relationships, um, especially in relationships, what you learn and what I learn now is okay. You're gonna have disagreements, mm-hmm. but. When it crosses to disrespect, that's when it's a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing in relationship is realizing that it's okay to respectfully disagree, but this is where you this is where you learn how to communicate even more. Mm. Because we don't communicate our best when everything's just actually actually just peaches and cream, everything's going well. We rec- we communicate our best when we have disagreements, when there's a crucial conversation that has to be had, when 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 the, when the stakes are high and we ha- and the emotions are high, and we have to go through and say, you know what, let's calm down these emotions, let's go through and communicate. And that's where relationship begins. It doesn't begin when we just walking around and everything is rosy is 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 when stakes are high and emotions are high are you preaching right now? and so that's when I, that's one thing i wish i would have knew that back in the day because i could have thwart a lot of situations that i went down and went through because 
of what I know now. Probably could save you a lot of headache. Oh man, a lot, a lot of headache. Stress, oh, a lot of stress, a lot of sleepless nights. Yes. And just realize, okay, we're we're two different people. Yes. We're not going to agree. We came from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, you know, if you want to foster a relationship, this is how you make it work. And ultimately, that's the outcome of it. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. I think the one thing that I'm learning is, uh, especially me being an A-type personality, mm -hmm. I am, uh, I like to just kind of, I like to, I'm a, I guess I'm not necessarily possessive, but I like, I'm in a controlling, like I like to know everything. Mm -hmm. I like to, I don't like to be surprised. Unless mm -hmm. it's my surprise birthday, that's the only thing I like uh -huh. to be surprised about. <laughs> But I like to just be in the know. Like, uh -huh. And I think that's one thing that I'm learning to kind of give up, mm -hmm. that uh, that I don't have to be in control of mm -hmm. everything. Um, everything is not going to go my way. Mm -hmm. Everything is, you know, especially being in business with you, Ferris, you always give give me the devil's advocate. Uh -huh. You always do. I think Ferris sometimes just do the opposite, <laughs> just say the opposite, just to see how what I'm going to do. You know, and so um, I realized that that's one thing I learned in relationship is um, – in our relationship, our mm -hmm. business relationship, is that everything is not going to go my way all mm -hmm. the time, and mm -hmm. so I just have to do some compromising. Mm -hmm. And and what does that compromise look, mm -hmm. you know, look like? And like you said, that's when when you have the disagreement. That's when your relationship really start kicking. Exactly, because I, th I think Kayla, one thing we we bring about uh, in any relationship, we bring about our own habits, our own baggages, our own our the things that we learned in the past, and we try to bring that forward. But when people grow, it's like it's like. If if I'm if I'm growing or if you're growing and I'm right here, I'm for, for us to communicate and have harmony. We have to both grow. We have to both be in a position and the willing mind to go through and grow and to have a conversation. Because just think about in relationships, if for some reason you're willing to have a conversation about something and I'm not willing to have a conversation about it, that that's only going to produce friction. Right. But we have to be in a position. That's why you have to choose relationships wisely. Mm. You have to choose like. I don't call everybody friend because I, 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 I'm very selective on who my friends are. I don't I don't go out seeking new relationships just because I'm just a needy person. No, I choose my relationship wisely because I believe in investing in my relationships. And that's that investment is going to be of time. It's going to be resources. It's going to be like I'm willing to go through and take that person as they are. And they're willing to go through and take me as I am. Ooh, and let's grow together. And right so oh, that's one thing that I realized when it comes to relationship, it takes that right there. Mm -hmm. And if and the baggages that I have, I carry the baggage that another person have, they carry. And I may not know what your baggage is. Right. You may not may not know what my baggage is, but we both have bags. But if we're in relationship, we have to, it's just like we're, we're in we're in relationship. We're not only brothers, we're business partners. Right. We don't go through and flake out at the moment's notice just because we disagree. Right. My wife and I, we're in a relationship just because we disagree on something. That means we're like, you know what, we're out of here. Let's divorce. That's not what we do. Our relationship means more because we're in it for the long term. Our relationship means more because of the long term. So just because we have baggage. You see the bigger picture. It's the bigger picture. It's bigger than the bags, bro. It's bigger than Fair, the bags. You always say, see it from the eagle's perspective, yes. the eagle's eye. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I have learned, especially especially when I fly. Whenever I fly away, like, to different places, mm -hmm. like, I recently flew to L.A. for my birthday. Mm -hmm. And I always, I'm so fascinated, first of all, how this big plane can just be in the sky. Yeah. You know, you weigh all these tons, mm -hmm. and you could be in the sky. And then whenever I get a window seat, I'm just like, Erica Badu, I want a window seat. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I don't want nobody next to me. So just give me a window seat. And so uh, when I look at the window seat and I open up the uh, the blind, and I see it from the eagle's perspective, mm -hmm. all these little lights. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all these are people. Mm -hmm. And pretty much every light, I'm just estimating there's like four to six people in their home, mm -hmm. you know, with, with two to three cars. Uh -huh. And they have to pay a light bill. They have a job. So I'm looking at it from the eagle's perspective. And so with relationships, I'm seeing now that you have to see it from the ego perspective. We don't we're in this for the long haul. We're in this because we love each other. We're in this because we want to build something. Yeah. And so we're not just going to 
run away whenever mm. things get hard. And so wow. you're seeing it from the ego's perspective. Mm. And that's I a like lesson. That. If we had only learned this earlier, just how far, just think how far we could have been. If we, if we had our same mindset five, six, seven years ago. You know, it, it, it's, it's so fascinating. You know, one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a, um, uh, um, a space in my life. If you think about this fairs, um, you know, we have, thank God, God has allowed us to grow this organization to be a, a blessing to so many people in the state of Georgia. Mm -hmm. God is allowing us to get ready to expand to other states now. Hey, have you heard of this new program called Structured Family Caregiving? It is helping so many Georgians. Hi, my name is Jackie Ware, and I'm a health coach for Prime Care Home Care Services. And over the past year, we've helped so many families receive the necessary care they need. So one thing about this Structured Family Caregiving Program, it allows for family caregivers to be the full-time caregiver to receive expert oversight and receive a weekly stipend. Yes, you heard me right. If you are interested in this program, please give me a call at 706-399-2983. Thank you. I look at is when I go to New York, I'm always fascinated about these tall buildings. Mm -hmm. And I'm always fascinated about like all these executives that work on these different floors. And so if you think about that, like think about the perspective that they're seeing the world every morning mm. right now, not complaining, but we're seeing perspectives on with our building. We only have a one level space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're only seeing what everybody else is seeing. Mm -hmm. So these other CEOs and presidents and these people and executives, they're on the 50th floor and the 60th floor. So they're seeing it from an eagle's eye now. Wow. So think about the perspective wow. that we're seeing now. So we got to, God going to have to grow this thing. So we have to get something to see it from a different perspective. Wow. Because amazing. every morning they're looking out, they're not looking at just on the ground level. Mm -hmm. They're looking at an eagle's perspective. Wow. And so that's going to change their decision factors mm -hmm. and their decision making because they're realizing, hold on, my decision can really affect what I'm seeing. Wow. I was just talking to a friend of mine about that and actually uses, he used the same analogy really? about just going through and actually being on a, on a different level. And that's the gentleman who owns a case management in Atlanta. Right. He, he was telling me, it was like just with his office space, been, it's just a different perspective, a different perspective. He, he, he'd view it from a, just a different perspective. And then you view other things differently. Mm -hmm. Your relationships. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, you're viewing that differently mm -hmm. because if we're all on the same level, mm -hmm. You know, we're only seeing what we all see. Mm -hmm. Like right now, we can look out that window or look out that door. We see a car. Mm -hmm. You know, from there, not only are you seeing one car, from that perspective, you're seeing cars miles away. Mm -hmm. And so you're seeing it from a different perspective. Wow. That's amazing, man. And th this is the thing. I think we're going to transition over to the finance part because on relationships, yes, if we would have knew what we knew now earlier, yes, it could have been better. And mm -hmm. I think about our finances as well. I oh, think about my finances and my financial position. I'm like, man, if I would have knew not to get that credit card when I was in college. Oh, my goodness. If, if, if I would have just not signed my name and said, you know what, let me get this because I want to go through and get this new pair of shoes and this, this new or finance this new car. If I would have knew it earlier, if somebody would have sat down and talked to me and and gave me a little wisdom, or if I would have positioned myself, not somebody to come sit down and talk, if I would have positioned myself to be humble enough to go through and learn from someone or some or a book or something, it could have been so much better. Right, right, It could have right. been so much better, man. So kind of think about, like, think about your finances, man, and your financial life that you've had over the last 36 years, you said? Yeah, yeah. well, you know, I always, I'm always fascinated about, like, whenever these financial people, these financial planners tell you about if you invest into stocks at this age, mm -hmm. and even if it's, you know, 
$200 or $100 a day, $100 a month or whatever, how that grows into like 40 years or 60 years or when you buy, when you become 65, it'll grow up to this, mm-hmm. you know, a million dollars or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm always fascinated about that in compound interest. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, we hear those things, but we don't never act on those mm-hmm. things. And so I wish like, I wish what I knew then, uh-huh. I wish, listen, from 20 to 36 now, 16 years have passed. If I was consistently, even if it was $100 a month, saving that money, you know, I probably would have had a few thousands or, you know, several tens of thousands of Mm -hmm. dollars in the main, if not a hundred thousand, depending on how they, you know, how they say it. So some of those things is like, once you learn it's about how are we learning from it? Mm. Are we grasping and learning uh, these things and and applying it? Or are we just pretty much saying, okay, well, when we get 50, I wish I would have just did it. You know, it's it's about how we doing it. Um, So financially fairs, I think that... That that's always fascinated me. Um, um, I definitely am. Um, I definitely realize that uh, that that finances play a key role mm-hmm. in, in in a relationship, mm-hmm. and you always have to continue to learn. Yes, you always have to continue to learn. But you not only have to learn, but you have to apply. Yep, you have to apply. That's crazy, bro. Because and you can miss moments, and you can miss moments, and and just like you said, you gave the, uh, the analogy earlier of a lot of times, and most of us have heard. Okay, you start investing early, you start investing at hundred dollars, fifty dollars, whatever. By the age of sixty five, you can go through and actually retire as a millionaire, millionaire, whatever right. they, they normally say. We a lot of us have a lot of us have heard that, but not many of us have taken action of it. Mm. I'll never forget Caleb, when I was in the military and I, I joined the military. I think I was like twenty twenty one years old. Um, I think I know what story you about to say. No, I'm, I'm gonna ever say the story. Oh, okay, through a saving. No, okay, I'm no. about to say about this car. No, uh, uh-uh. so, 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 we'll so, talk about so, that. Uh, good. I got a story about the car. Yeah. Okay. Well, even say, when me and Josh told you. Oh, well, listen. I'm, 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 I'm talking about that one okay. first, cause uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you about the through a saving. You threw me all the way. Off. I'll show you. Threw you all <laughs> no, the way. Up, no, okay. I think I know. I thought that you know you're about okay. to go at. But go ahead. So, so no, I remember when I, when I first uh, <laughs> enlisted in the military. Um, they sat down and talked to us about, um, fin- gave us a loose conversation about financial planning mm-hmm. and how to prepare for our future. And I'll never forget, I um, I started off and I continued throughout my whole career. What I would do is I would invest in a thrift savings plan, which was similar to like a 401k or mm-hmm. 401b. Um, but it was it was a it was a savings plan that actually I invested. In. I think I invested like a certain percentage percentage of my um of my of my pay of my um check to it, and I did that religiously. Every like every month, what my whole six years I was in the military. Not only that, and this was early on. Not only that, I used to go through and buy savings bonds. So I know you probably got some of my savings money that my sister Farrah gave you, mm-hmm. like in, in those coins that you almost lost. I'm about, about, yeah. about to beat you. <laughs> go ahead. But go I, ahead. I, what, what I this is savings money back in the day. I used to go through and buy different savings money. I'll go to the bank and actually, okay, let me let me get let me get a fifty dollars savings bond. I would get it and just put it in my drawer. Maybe cash out for hundred, right, something like that, right? After mature over a period of time. Right, right, right. I would go through and buy that because though I didn't understand what investment investing was, I just knew I had to invest. Mm-hmm. And I knew that's the time I, I, I should have. The only biggest mistake and thing I wish I would have, I would have learned earlier was not to go through and stop it. So when I got out the military, what I did was I cashed out my thrift savings plans. I still have some of my bonds that I that I own as well. But that was a lot of money. I think I had over like forty some thousand dollars. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. In six years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I had a lot of money saved up. But I just didn't, I, I didn't go through because even when I was deployed, I would go through and actually give more. Oh, wow. I would go through and give more. And so, so those are the type of things where I was like, man, I wish I would not have done that. Cause mm. I could have rolled that over to a 401k or to an IRA yep, and, and actually compounded even the more. And so these are the things right here. Like 
that's why it's so important to sit down and actually talk to our children, talk to the next generation about this, because we don't want them to make the same mistakes that we made. But again, this is the lesson I learned. I wish I would I wish I would have learned it earlier not to do it. You, you know, one thing, you, believe it or not, um, um, I, you know, I used to do insurance before mm -hmm. healthcare, mm -hmm. and um, I, I'm always priding myself that I kept my insurance licenses mm -hmm. because I think I think what I knew now is um, um, I would have kept on with insurance. Mm -hmm. Insurance is a great well, real estate. I love real estate. Don't get me wrong. Insurance and real estate, I think, go hands in hand with me. I I, I get. Excuse me, I get so passionate about both of those. Um, and so I think what I knew now, especially, I remember this story. Let me tell you this story. Um, when I was in high school, I worked at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I worked at McDonald's, and um, that was my junior year or my senior year in college, high school. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, back in the day, the, the minimum wage was seven twenty-five dollars mm -hmm. And so you used to work all these hours, 40 hours a week at seven twenty-five. dollars That's what, what, remember what? Maybe a hundred and some dollars, maybe yeah. two. So I probably walked away every two weeks with probably two hundred and some thirty dollars. I mm -hmm. thought it was great. Like uh -huh. I was happy. I was like, man, I'm about to buy me some shoes and then the money go. And they're like, oh my goodness. And so I got into insurance. I got mm -hmm. into selling life insurance. Um, and then so with that, I realized with that one policy, I could sell one policy and make, you know, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred dollars. And so I kept I got my insurance license and I realized when I was in high school, I was writing. I think I ended up writing a few of my teachers up for life insurance. Wow. <laughs> it was, it was, it was strange. I don't know what I was. I was like trying to do something. I was like, I think I was 18 and I was, I had to write, write a few of my teachers up. And I realized that the income that I was making through that. And I was like, okay, well, if I, if I knew what I knew now, I would have invested all of that yes. money back into like a retirement plan mm -hmm. or maybe use that for more marketing mm -hmm. or lead generation to get mm -hmm. more leads. I would have did a lot of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so I think me being a child didn't know too much. And, you know, my surroundings didn't teach me that. I used that money. I bought clothes. I used mm -hmm. that money. I traveled. You know, I just mm -hmm. did silly things like that. But I really didn't have anything else mm -hmm. afterwards. But afterwards but i kept my licenses wow. and so i think that that's one thing i have learned is the importance of being licensed the importance of uh having um different um uh ways to make income mom always said that mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm i'm probably talking too much but mom mm -hmm. always said she said caleb just like a, a car has a spare tire mm -hmm. You know, a car needs four tires mm -hmm. uh, in order to drive. And mm -hmm. so you want to think of each tire as a a way to make income. Mm -hmm. And I always told my mama this. I said, Mom, I don't want to have just four tires. I want to have an 18-wheeler. Come on. So I want to make sure I have 18 ways mm -hmm. to get uh, income. And so that's one thing I prided myself on. And I kept licenses from real estate, mm -hmm. being a broker in Georgia, New York, you know, insurances, all the st stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I kept those licenses for me. And, uh, and I would say that's one thing I have learned mm -hmm. in finances to make sure you get licensed and you keep those licenses. Exactly, man. It's, it's so important. It's like for the lessons, for the things that we think about right now, the things that we think about, Oh, I wish I would have learned this earlier to have an action plan behind it. Right. Because um, one thing, one extra plan that I put down on the finance part, my wife and I, we did was when we had our, our daughter, uh, Lena, and also our son, Ferris, we immediately started a savings plan for them. Smart. Immediately. I, I mean, like when they were one month, zero month, whatever it is, we, we, and we haven't stopped that because we realized if we just put a little bit away for them, it'll compound over a period of time mm -hmm. and it, it will go through and do something great for them in the future right. as well. So that's one thing I would encourage as well. Don't go through and actually think about the lessons you should have learned or you wish you would have learned and just reflect on it, but go through and do something about it right now as well. 
which we're going to go through and take, talk about our last one. Our last one is think, think about if you would have learned how to live fearlessly. Just think about if, if, if you would have, if, if you would have learned how to live fearlessly, where would you have been? Because fearlessly it living without fear impacts us on all areas of our lives, mm-hmm. on our finance, our relationships, on spiritual growth, on everything. Right. So Kayla, just think about if you did not, if, if fear was no option, where do you think you would have been? Or was fear an option? I, was, I don't, I don't make an assumption that fear was an option. Oh, my goodness gracious. I think that's a great question. Um, as I look back on my life, mm-hmm. um, so after high school, I went straight into college, mm-hmm. um, had a full ride to college, didn't graduate college. I was a college dropout. Kanye West, you got to see Genius. Oh, brother. That's have you seen gr- Genius oh, man, on I'm on episode just, two. I just had to throw that out there. It was Look, good. One o'clock in the morning. It's good. It. I'm a, okay, so let me get back to that. Uh-huh. So um, from high school, I went to college, full ride, dropped out, started my home care company. What I knew now is I think I would have taken one year off from, I probably did a couple of things. I probably would have got straight into real estate being a real estate broker, I think I probably would have took a one year off and just traveled the world Mm -hmm. to just kind of see different cultures. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to travel to China. I would have loved to travel to South Africa and spend like months on missions and just kind of learning people and learning Mm -hmm. culture. Um, um, I think that's one thing I would have, I, I think I would have did. I probably was, was, was there a fear of not doing like, was there a fear of holding back from making that decision? You think? You know what? I think it was a, it was the fear of just kind of living up to mom's standard or mm-hmm. my, my parents' standard. Mom mm-hmm. said, you know what? Hey, you know, after high school, you're going to college. But mm-hmm. so it was already like engraved in us. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really couldn't, I really didn't make a decision. It was mm-hmm. like, ultimately I knew I was going to go to college. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily a decision that I necessarily made, mm-hmm. but I guess it was a fear of letting someone down. Let my mom down. Mm-hmm. And so not really me knowing who I am and mm-hmm. what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it was to a point where I was like, well, I guess that's what, what I need to do. Uh-huh. I need to go to college. Or So I think I would probably would went, went into real estate initially first. I think I would have traveled the world mm-hmm. to learn different people and learn different cultures. Mm-hmm. And one thing I failed to do, I mm-hmm. think this, and I can really say this is, um, I failed to... As uh, don't tell me, don't don't get me wrong. Entrepreneurship is amazing mm-hmm. and great. Owning a business, I never really worked for anybody. Fitness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I worked for McDonald's. That mm-hmm. was high school. Mm-hmm. I be- I was self employed as an insurance agent, real estate broker, mm-hmm. like all this stuff like that. So all that stuff was I never worked there. I think I really miss the element of working for mm. a corporation. Yeah. Being somebody telling me to come in and, okay, you got to be at work at eight, you know, building relationships, being in an environment that, you know, you can't control. I think that's something that I miss. Mm. Do I feel like I'm going to go back and work for somebody? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Um, But but it's just something that I really feel that I miss. And so Mm. I think my trajectory on life would have been a little different if Mm -hmm. I lived fearlessly. Mm -hmm. I would have took more risks and explored Mm -hmm. and probably being a more of a a free spirit Mm -hmm. out there and learning about different cultures and Mm -hmm really kind of practicing real estate and just kind of, you know, seeing where it takes me. Yeah. I I think one thing, um, man, that, that, that's very, what you just said was like, again, that's one thing that actually captivates a lot of people or captive a lot of keeps people in captivity is being able to go through and live up to a parent's expectation. Right. Um, fear of letting them down. Yep. Right. Fear of like, Oh my gosh, fear of, I told you so. Like just imagine if you would have said, you know, I'm going to go through and actually spend two years. I'm going to travel abroad and do X, Y, and Z. And let's say if for some reason you got ran out of money, got stuck over in India somewhere, 
just like I, 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 the fear of like, oh my gosh, I'm stuck over here. I'm, I gotta go back and call my mom to go through and see how I'm gonna get back. Like that, that's those, those are real fears that people have as well. But the thing is, is living fearlessly is realizing that option does come. Like you know, you may win or you may not. But right. li- realizing that as long as you're living on your own accord and whatever you're doing is gonna build up to you becoming your best person. Right. I think one thing that I suffered with early on was actually my one of the fears that I had was this limiting beliefs. Mm. I always had a, a a great um a great self like 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 when self image when it came to like uh, like believing in myself. I believed in myself to the point of I, see, I always put like a, a glass ceiling at the top of my belief. Like, you know what? Hey, that's great, but it's great for them. That's great, but it's um, I don't know if it's possible for me. One thing that actually I look back and like, oh my gosh, attacking my limiting beliefs was I never forget when I was in the military again. Uh, I was going through um, I was going through a, a recognition program where I was going up for different awards. And I had to really go through and actually just break the glass ceiling that I put above me saying I could not achieve at this next level. I'll never forget. I was sitting, I had my, I had a, um, had a green Acura, not, not an Acura legend. It's one, the two point, whatever it is. I had a green Acura. 3.2. 3.2 or something mm-hmm. like that. TL. Yeah, exactly. I had a mm-hmm. TL. Yep. And so I never forget. I was sitting in the park. I think that's a story I was telling you about. What? I told you, we told you to sell your car. Oh, no, that's not it. That wasn't it. Okay. Okay. Like, you keep breaking my dog gun cups. Okay, but <laughs> but but uh, so I had a uh, Akron. I never forget sitting in a parking lot. I was going up. I was going to meet um, with a. Uh, I was going to pre- present. What's it? What they call it in the military when you go up on a board? I was going to uh, compete on a board uh, to win, win the Airman of the Year or something like that. And so I never forget. I was listening to Ti in the car, and uh, and and Ti has this unshakable confidence. It's just like he's the rubber band man. He he's like he he's gonna go through and get it. And I'll never forget. I was listening to the King album, King CD, and I was like, you know what? I had to go through and take his fearlessness and put it on me. I was like, if he can do it, he come from the trap. He come from the streets. Mm. Hold up. And you tell me I can't go in there and talk to these three guys mm. about what I know. Come on now. And that's when I. That's when the transformation truly happened. I never forget that moment. Went in there, killed it. I mean, killed to the point where these guys like, dog, and this boy, he, this guy, he knows his stuff. And went all the way up and won all this other stuff as well. But I said that to say this: you have to tackle your tackle your limiting beliefs. And and before then, I wish I had learned that earlier. But that was the moment where I was able to go through and incorporate what I learned. Right. And I learned that by proxy of a TI. I learned that by proxy of a Jay-Z. I learned that by proxy of hip hop, pretty much to realize that you don't have to have a, a, a arrogance, but you can have a confidence and an aura Ooh. about yourself that you can go through and do it. And when you can do it, right. you believe you can do it. And then that's when you go through and start acting in your beliefs as well. Mm. Oh my So, so that, that's one thing that I, I realized is just to become fearless about everything. If, 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 um, if you know you didn't, if you had to do it back all over, mm-hmm. you know, when you were eighteen, what would be your trajectory? Would you think that it would be the same? Mm-hmm. It, would you change anything? What would be your trajectory? So overall, overall, overall. If I had to go back, I'm thankful for the lessons that I learned because I think those lessons shaped me to be the person that I am today, so that I can go through and actually spill out wisdom to my children and to the community as well. And so I think if I had to go back and actually um, be my 18 year old self, I would say, keep going. I I would go through and say, go through the process Uh, because these are the lessons I wish I would have had a mentor to go through and, and, and show me the way, but sometimes you have to walk down the path yourself. Mm. And I think that's one thing where as we reflect back on the things that we learned earlier, yes, we wish that we would have knew it earlier. Right. 
but also respect the path that we're on. And as long as you're doing something about it, if, if we're just always reflecting, 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 that's a whole nother situation. But if we're going through an act of reflecting with the goal of saying, well, this is when the paradigm shift happened. This is when I changed my life. That's when that that's the turning point. That's the turning point. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Now, I'm going to get a little deeper. I'm going to get a little, uh -huh. one more, one more question. Okay. Guys, Cause I'm, would you be doing the same things you'd be doing? Would you be in the same career, career path? If I would have, I mean, if you live fearlessly, if you said that you, if you knew that anything you touched turned to gold, do, do you think that you'll be working in healthcare? I think that I would not, not saying that you don't like uh -huh. healthcare right now, not saying that you don't really enjoy mm -hmm. what you're doing, because I think you're really passionate about mm -hmm. what you're doing. But if, if, cause I, you know, right now me looking inward, I don't know if I would have been in healthcare. Mm -hmm. I think if the opportunity presents, presented itself and I think I would have been able to contribute more sooner. Okay. I think that I, I really think that the leader would have emerged sooner. Oh, okay. I think that uh, situations that I may have handled without knowing, not not having the the the, the foundation that I have. I think if I had had that foundation early on, the decision that would I that I would have made would have been more decisive sooner. Okay. So I think that regardless of what industry I would be in, I think I would be equally as successful. Um, because of the foundation that, would, that I would have had. I would have lived fearless. I would have been intentional with relationships. I would have been more intentional with the finance. So I'm not worried about finances. I'm not worried about relationships and living in the uh, in the fearless uh, mode as well. So I think I, th I think all this kind of shapes around and just gets kind of putting this in and in, 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 uh, kind of culminating this is just saying it took all that to make who I am today. It took all what you did to go through and make who you became today as well. So that's one thing that I see, man. But, bruh. This has been a great episode, bro. It's been an amazing episode, man. This has just been awesome, brother. Like, you know, it's if I had learned this earlier, you know, I, that's a story. That's a conversation that everybody uh, has have had or uh, will have in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, if I have learned this earlier. So I want to say uh, thank you for uh, watching our episode. This yeah. has been a great episode. I want you to realize, do one thing for us. Go to YouTube, go to Spotify, follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If yes. you can um, type in conversations with the home care guys with the Z and uh, hit that subscribe button so you can be notified on all of our videos that we have coming out every week. Exactly. Ferris, you want to end it out for us? Man, I just want to, again, just say thank you all so much. Hey, we're we're getting ready to go through and get ready to transition to even a even better format. We're getting ready to start interviewing some individuals that you may know or some other thought leaders in different careers as well. So we're excited about just taking home care guys to the next level. So continue to tune in each Tuesday and Thursday and continue to watch it grow. Have a good one.